Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hunt Luke Deep Podcast. I guess I can say it as always again. I'm your host Luke, here with my co-host Carter, and podcast frequent Cole Reed. We're down here in the sunshine state of Florida. We just got done with the hunt, wrapped up with Triple M Outfitters. We killed some pigs and some gators. We're going to kind of recap all that. How you boys doing? Good, man. Today's been a freaking wild ride. Yes, it has been absolutely fucking wild. It's it's been crazy since the minute we got up. It's been nonstop. Yeah, we stayed up a little too late last night as we tend to do the first night when we have our little reunions and probably cracked a few few too many cold ones, but we got up, got at them and showed up and as soon as we hit the uh, spot where we were hunting, it was balls to the wall and never really stopped until we were done. Yeah, and for, for perspective, it's fun to do one in person with you for once is this our, our first in-person one yeah our first in-person episode that's wild yeah it's it's cool it's cool that we can finally you know i'm back on the other side of the world and we can get on a hunt together and, and get some shit killed because i missed the entirety of hunting season last year so i killed a spoiler alert i killed an alligator today and it was badass it was a lot of fun but we'll uh let's go ahead and kind of start talking about where we're at and what we're doing. Cole, why don't you set the stage for what this, this place is? Man. So we're in the the deep woods <laughs> of Cuba. <laughs> and uh, no, so uh, I guess where, where do we start? Do we just start with, hey, this was just an idea that we wanted to do something? Like how, how far back do we want to go? Well, we were fortunate enough to get invited on this trip. Yep. Yeah. By a good friend of all of us, Jake Hacker. Um, who we've met through, well, I met through Eastman's online hunting forum, and then we've hunted antelope and mule deer with him in, in Wyoming a couple of times, and he's real generous with his time and his hunting knowledge and invited us to, uh, to his antelope camp a couple of times and then down here. And he's got a good relationship with Triple M Outfitters with Matt over there who runs it, and he kind of hit us up out of the blue and was like, hey, you guys want to go kill pigs and gators, and it's – I mean, it's March. Nothing's in season right now. Like, deer have been out of season for two and a half months, and it's, you know, winter's dragging on. It's not quite spring yet. I can't get in the garden yet. Like, I yep. mean, the, the trigger finger Just was itching. So, something to fill that void. Short, kinda, short answer was yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, like I said, me missing all of last year. I haven't killed anything since 2020. Fuck. One. I was like, yeah, definitely let's get started with some gators and pigs. And, you know, it was, it was badass. Yeah, that was awesome. So we decided to – Cole and I drove down from Georgia, and you flew in from Colorado. Drove down here, and we actually, you know, probably could have done our homework a little better, but did not know what we were walking into at <laughs> all. We just knew Jake booked an Airbnb somewhere in Florida. We had an address eventually. Yesterday we had an address. Yeah. <laughs> so we rolled up the day before to, to this Airbnb that we didn't know existed, <laughs> and we knew we were going to hunt pigs and hogs at some point over the weekend and we did it was freaking awesome got to hang out in one of those big ass fucking swamp buggies you see on like damn discovery channel which was cool as hell yeah, i like, didn't get into an airboat which we're gonna do that next time huge rip off i really want to get into an airboat <laughs> <laughs> the whole morning just it, it, these buggies are pulling out 
Luke is like, oh, that's cool, but what about that airboat over there? <laughs> Carter, you're, you're looking around. You're like, what fucking water are we going into? <laughs> We're in the middle of yeah. potato fields and fucking palm groves. I mean, dude, I brought my my muck boots, like, ready to, yeah. like, traipse through the swamps of the Everglades, and that is not the part of Florida that we are in. Which No. <laughs> it is sandy and dry. Yeah. I was, I was like, thinking about bringing my fucking waders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I brought four pairs of boots because I was just like, I don't know what we're getting into. So it was like between duck boots, muck boots, the Danners with the 400 gram in them. I was just like, maybe it'll be chilly. I don't know. <laughs> Down you know? here. It was, not, it was not chilly. Central yeah. Central Florida in March. Yeah, yeah Central like Cuba. fucking 85 degrees today. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know what we're getting into because, yeah, Jake just sent us an address and was like, be here at this time, you know, or not. I don't care, but y'all already paid me, so. <laughs> no, it was super cool. It was definitely a different experience. Uh you know, we talked about, I don't know, a lot of episodes ago, a couple of years ago, we went on that Georgia pig hunt that was high fence, which was a different thing that we've done. This wasn't high fence. And this was just a better experience overall, I think. I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed it more. It seemed a little bit more real, less, you know, staged and, you know, manufactured, I guess. And uh, I had a blast. It was definitely like this, you know, there's no qualms about it. We weren't out here traipsing around. We were riding in that big-ass buggy, shooting them from the buggy and, you know, having a good time. Like, this was definitely a recreational hunt. It was not uh, physically strenuous at all, but it was it was a ton of fun, badass, some cool people we got to meet. So, all in all, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I think there's got to be a balance, right? Like, I understand the I'll have to go – 20 miles back in and you know the back country I, I understand the allure that is very popular right now and like i get it i like i like those tough hunts too but this was exactly what i was looking for like crushing beers with the boys the night before yeah get up and you shoot a gator before 8 15 in the morning dude it's like 7 10 i mean yeah. I don't know if it was like <laughs> it was, we, we had been in the buggy it took us longer to drive from where we started to the gate for where we went into than yeah. it did from the gate to where I shot that gator. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. Less than, crazy. less than 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, easily, because it was just pull up on the spot, boom, it's there. All right, let's sit on it for a second. Oh, by the way, there's two in there. Which was actually really cool, because I've never really seen gators interact in the... And, and you know, for perspective, right, this is like a... It's a it's it's private land, but it's like a low-fence operation. It's not like a, a canned hunt, like... These pigs can get in and get out on their own free will. The place is surrounded by peanut farms or uh, uh, potato. Potato, potato farms and cattle. There's, yep. there's cattle farms all, all on the other side of the road. And the the owner, Matthew Matthew Cates, he, he gets a lot of tags because there's a massive overpopulation of gators. And based on the pictures that um, our guides were showing us today, like, holy crap. I had no, First of all, I had no idea there's an alligator rut. That's bananas. nuts. Yeah, that was bananas. We're on the front end. Did of he show it. you that picture? Yeah, of all the of there the was, canal. Yeah, like forty of them yeah. just yeah. in that one photo. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Just rutting like it's it's nuts. So they're crazy overpopulated yep. here. They have unlimited food supply. They've got cattle. They've got the pigs. They've got every bird and frog and fish and unlimited food supply. So like I understand and not to be like we are out here doing you know 
helping the resources of the world, but like <laughs> we're out here blasting gators, but like still, yeah. there's, there's a crap ton of them, you know, and that which is evident based on how fast we found two of them. Yeah, yeah. two eight foot gators right, exactly. because one of the other guys in the other buggy that was is on our hunt killed the second one, right? At, you know, a couple hours after I shot that first one, so like, and they were about the same size, and so. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I mean, obviously, you, you see things where, like, oh, gator kills dog. Elderly woman tries to save dog, gets eaten by gator. You know, like, <laughs> this shit's always Florida woman. Florida shit, yeah. 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 It's that Florida shit. Florida like, shit. <laughs> it, you're, we're so far removed from alligators in Colorado or even, I mean, you, you've got them in Georgia, but not North, North Georgia and South Georgia, like, completely different, like, different hemispheres, you know, yeah. like, yeah. there's no comparison. It's rural Appalachia and then it's North Florida, like, you know, so it's, it's nuts. And Cotton fields down 85. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a completely different thing for us and what we're used to. So it's been super fun. And I I've, I mean, I learned, I'm not going to act like it was a super educational hunt, but I did learn about gators and where to aim and where to shoot them. And I didn't realize how hard their fucking heads are. The one I hit, I mean, I had, I don't know, five, six inch, like, shot to make on its, I mean, this that's all that it was presenting me with its head out of the water it's probably about six inches and then you're supposed to hit them basically like in the eye because their heads are so damn hard that round will just skip right off and i hit probably a half inch off to where i should have and it ended up stone cold like knocking her out she flipped feet up we thought she was dead and pulled her out which that's really cool so a lot of folks have seen swamp people, right? Where like you're baiting them, hooking them, and then shooting them with like a twenty two. Shoot them, shoot them, shoot them, <laughs> and then dragging them up into the boat. That, that's not what we were doing at all. It, was, it wasn't a spot and stalk. It was like just spot and shoot, yeah. you know, from the buggy. <laughs> um, but we spotted them, got the shooting sticks out, set up. You know, it took my time, shot this thing, and then after you shoot them, if you hit them and kill them, you take a fucking i don't this huge ass pole like a shark pole it's a, yeah. yeah it's like a deep sea shark pole like 200 test line with it's got a damn eight pound treble hook yeah the treble hook with an eight pound sinker like on the hook itself eight ounce and it's heavy as shit yeah and so slung that thing into the water like well because after you shoot them they disappear yeah they go, can't see them. they go straight under you they can't sink. see the water so you gotta find this thing yeah and you don't want to go get it in the water i was going to they, they were the guys were <laughs> fucking with me and they were like you got to go in there and and you were like I brought my Crocs. Yeah, I'm ready. I was like I got my Crocs. I'll throw my them Crocs. on. I'll, I'll take my pants off. I, you know, I'll jump in there. My dumbass. I was like, okay, like yeah. that's what we do. All right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know there's another one in there, but like Carter spot that one. Like I trust these guys. Yeah, yeah. like you tell me that's what we're doing, man. I'm a I'm a dumb soldier, man. I'll just go straight in and uh. But anyway, yeah, we hooked the thing. I, I reeled it in, pulled it out. It was just the whole experience was surreal so we get this thing out drag it up on the bank and then they're doing all these tests to see if she's dead or alive you know like typical shit like right you know we'll poke the deer in the eye with the arrow or with the uh with the muzzle of the, the weapon and like same deal it starts blinking he's like oh no we got to do it so they sever the spine stick it with a knife but then these things are so prehistoric they just don't die like it reminds me of catfish yeah. like we we're talking about that it's yeah. like you just can't kill them and Four hours later, it was still tail was still flipping everywhere, and it's crazy. They're cool critters. Yeah, that was pretty surreal. Seeing them like in their 
natural environment like that. And then once you like fished it out <clears throat> and being able to like put hands on an alligator, which is crazy, but they're, they're like, you can feel how tough and how old and yeah. how just gnarly they are. Everything is sharp on them. They're wearing plate mail. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be killed, which is why they've been <laughs> alive for hundreds of millions of years. It's nuts. They do not want to die. Jake was saying that one was probably like 15 years old. Really? Eight foot. Like, yeah, like and 12, they, 12 to 15 years old, they were saying. And that was a small one. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Like the big ones, which I'm already hooked. I'm going to come back and kill a big one at some point because why the fuck not? Yeah. It's only money, right? Right. I'm just going to make a little more of it. Everybody go buy a t-shirt so Luke can go fucking kill a <laughs> <laughs> 14-foot gator. <laughs> new drop just came out last week. Go buy a... New sweatshirt? Yes. The new drop, segue a little bit, is absolutely badass. It's my favorite one so far. But anyways, yeah, I mean, they're, they're cool. They're cool critters. Like, it, it, it was just so foreign to anything I've ever done. I've killed tons of pigs. That's why I didn't shoot any pigs this weekend. But, like, the gator was just, I don't know, it was just a, a unique, cool experience. And it was a cool way to do it. Because the cool thing about these guys, and huge shout-out to Triple M, one, they were super cool dudes. They talked us through the process the whole time. You can be as engaged and involved as you want to be. Like, I think they appreciated the fact that we have some level of some modicum of, of skill, you know, with our ability to actually shoot and willingness. Like Carter, you know, skinned was helping out with his pigs and, and helping like, load on. The yeah, car like, you know, we're yeah. we're we're involved, right? Like, we don't want to sit here and just we're not the type that are just going to sit in the truck while everybody else does the work. And so they appreciate that and seem to at least. And then they were really cool and you can kind of tailor this hunt to what you want. You know, like I want to do a rifle first because I don't like to handicap myself on the front end of any species. But like next time, like if I do another small one, like I'll probably bring a bow and try to kill one with the bow. Cause you, you actually got to stalk in, get, you know, 10, 20, 30 yards from a, from a gator. That'd be pretty fucking sweet. Were they saying with a bow, you shoot them in the lungs? <laughs> you either shoot them in the lungs or you shoot them right where they stabbed them. So like the back of the head. Yeah. yeah. That's How do you do that? You got to get... From the buggy? I don't know. Yeah. Well, they were saying if you catch them on the bank. You know, if you can catch them on the bank, you can... Lung shoot them. Yeah, you can lung shoot them from there. Those things definitely saw us, though, and, like, went under. Yeah. We were probably... How how far were you when you took a shot? 100 yards? No. 100? I don't know. We weren't close. Yeah, I mean, my my guess would be anywhere from 75 to 100. I, I didn't even range it. But, yeah, I don't... They definitely did, and like I, I don't know, I don't know if like how skittish they are to people. I don't. Jake said he killed one, the one he killed with a bow, he killed at like eighteen yards. Yeah, which That's learn, pretty close. Learn something. The gators, their vision two hundred seventy degrees, two hundred seventy degrees, and they can hear really well. Yeah, which I didn't which, know. And smell. and smell, and smell. They smell like through the water. Yeah, wild. Which yeah, the 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 guys were just the the older the the dad. Yeah. I guess he was, you know, but uh, he he seemed to just love to talk about that. It was also really cool how much they respected what we were hunting. Mm-hmm. I liked that. I appreciated it. I do too. That's that was like a big difference between. It's not to say because our our guy at the last spot, the high fence place, was actually a super cool guy. Like we we really enjoyed our time with him. But I think when it's a high, it's just different. The dynamics different, right? Like it's more of a cash exchange kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's like this is just a straight business. We're going down to the auction we're buying and the pigs we were hunting at that high fence were actually like wild pigs that were yeah just in their 1200 acre enclosure like they weren't buying them and bringing them in but 
the dynamic was definitely different. Like these guys have a respect. Like they want to make sure that they're recovering the animal and like they're the way they were reacting to the pigs. I really appreciate it because I've I hunt with I hunt I've done, I have a lot of experience with pigs and I get it. Pigs are pigs, right? And, and we talked about this. It's like I told Cole at one point. I was like, it's not a fucking mule deer, man. Like just you got to. They're not going to stop running. Like you don't wait for the perfect shot. Just, some just yeah. shoot the fucking. Just hit it. Get a bullet in it, and then we'll get you know. And then we'll kill it. Like sometimes, like if you hit it in the in the gut or the hip or you know wherever. Just get it. Get it down. And then learning we'll, curves. Yeah, learning ex- curves. exactly. Like, like pigs aren't. They aren't mule deer. Like there's a difference. One, they're in, invasive, destructive. There's a fuckload of them, and, and they're pretty cheap like from a monetary standpoint too like just get the pig down you're not investing thousands of dollars into the resource like you are a, a different species um but these guys still were like every time it's like if there was a pig there was it wasn't cavalier like a hundred of the guys where it's like yeah, a pig gets that's wounded that's a good way to put it and i liked that yeah like if a pig gets wounded and it runs off into the bush it's like fuck it it's a pig it'll die you know, these guys weren't like that. It's like, if we hit one, it's like, okay, we're going after that one and that one alone. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. And it's like, kill that pig, get it. Boom. And like, that happened a couple of times. We didn't lose a single pig. You guys talk about the pigs. How many did we kill? Six. Yeah, we put six on the ground today. Yeah. And dude, we, we could have easily... Fuck, we could have done 30. That was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> we probably saw over 100 different pigs today. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Which was really cool. I never killed a pig before. I've been privy to a pig hunt last time, and that was awesome. The adrenaline, the adrenaline was still there for that. It was still really cool as a as a bystander, as a professional photographer. <laughs> yeah, seven photos. <laughs> and this time, <laughs> and this time as a shooter. Oh man, it was awesome. Yeah, and, I had, and I, they worked really hard to help us get the pigs that we wanted. Like pick out, like yep. we were looking for a bigger pig, and I kind of wanted. One that looked cool, whatever the hell that means, and yeah, you know, I ended up shooting two really pretty, real pretty hide pigs. I thought, um, not like black, but one was like silver, and one was kind of blonde with with black spots on it. And I'd kind of mentioned that as we'd seen pigs throughout the day, and our our, our guide was like, "Oh yeah, you you know, here's one coming out of here. You want to shoot this one?" You know, he was keyed into that, which I appreciated too, and. Uh, the thing that really threw me off was I'd never, I'd never really shot at a four-legged animal m- moving like that before, which was a lot more difficult than I first anticipated. Mm-hmm. Being used to deer hunting and yeah, you wait, it's it's that perfect shot type thing. You yeah, know, that was right, right, right. And yeah. there and there isn't that opportunity. Yeah, in this situation, which we quickly learned after yep. the first couple, you know, we we, we roll around in the buggy and. These things they can't sweat, right? So they they bed down in the thickest, you know, shadiest grove of whatever the hell those you know palm trees and dirt blowdowns and all that yeah. stuff. And uh, I mean, they're in there. It took me to be honest. I had a hard time spotting them whenever they were. I mean, we could be like real close to them, and the guide would be like, "It's yeah, right there's, there. There's ten under there." I'm, I'm like, like, "Where?" I mean, those things. Good at hiding, and uh, yeah, that part was that that part was tough. When you when you, it's kind of like bird hunting. You flush them, right? If they don't flush themselves automatically, you can like get up on them, and then they'll get out of there. And then it's just like chaos. It's chaos, chaos, right? It's like chaos. It's like a a wild covey of quail. 
and I'm much more comfortable swinging a shotgun around than a 30-06. And I think we uh, both were a little reserved at the beginning. And and I definitely was because you said, like you, this is also my first. So uh, first doing, first pick hunt. So when, when Luke was like, hey, they're not mule deer. They're not going to stop. It's like you quickly realized. <laughs> well, we busted like three or four. What do you call them? Not, not a sounder. Coffee, but a fucking sounder. Sounder. Sounder yeah. pigs. We yeah. busted three or four, and, and Cole and I are just on the edge. Just like. Uh, yeah. Uh, We're just like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> couldn't pull the trigger. and But it was just like you quickly learned they're running from one shitty structure to another shitty structure. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're going in the middle of the field, stopping, looking at you, like observing at all. Uh, so that, cause all I've ever done is, uh, deer hunting, you know? So it's like you wait for that mule deer to go or that, that white tail to make that perfect stop. And you're just right. waiting for it to get broadside. You have a, a little more patience, but <laughs> <laughs> just for old time's sake. Yeah. Hey, Budweiser, if you're listening. Uh, also, Bush, we, we still appreciate the Dude, hell out of you. Yeah, we're not we're not um, picky. We've got, uh, got Coors Light empties, Bud Light empties. I just opened a Bud Heavy. Miller Lights, Miller Highlights. We got some Miller. Yeah, we got anybody the, from a yeah. beer company that wants to yeah. sponsor us. Also, th- thanks to all the friends at North Georgia uh, you know, for, for bringing the beer and uh, leaving it behind, because this is just a hodgepodge <laughs> of just everything. You it's know. like Carter, Carter pulled a parry and just... Cleaned out his fridge it's and brought leftover, it on the leftover. Well, I showed up with more than six. I was about to say the difference <laughs> yeah. is Carter showed up with cooler full. Perry would show up for you know five for, for him for himself. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and they'd be like hot IPAs. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, these were under my car seat in a Walmart bag. <laughs> but, anyway, uh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you. no, you're good. You're good. Um, but it was just like, man, it, trying to pull that trigger at first was so difficult. Because my mindset was just, you're going to stop it. This pig is going to stop at some point. Well, I was also nervous about, he talked about like, you don't want to shoot a pass through and then they wound, they get wounded and then they run off and we can't find them. And I was like, fuck, dude, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I don't want to be that person. That's why he was like, shoot the front two or the back two, you know? But it's like, by the time you see the front two, they're already bunched up in the middle. And then by the time you decide to to even just get a visual on the back few pigs that are, are straggling a little bit. You're just like I don't know which one to pick, and next thing you know, they're they're in the thicket, and you're just like, oh god! It, and it all happens within seconds. Seconds. It's so fast. They're, they're snapshots, which I um, was not used to. Yeah. And the shooting lanes are not big. No, I. F- and there's a lot to be cognizant of on the buggy. There's straps and like a a, a cabana thing over the top, and with with wires and things. So you got to mm-hmm. be well. That was aware of your muzzle swinging. One of the guys on the other buggy shot the shooting rest. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't hear this? No. Yeah. Oh, he he was getting a little sporty. Well, it's your si- it's, the it's metal? Your si- it's your sight over bore, right? So like, yeah. So for those, you know, if you have an optic on a weapon system, so if it's a, you know, I think he had an AR and <clears throat> he's engaging pop, 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 kind of rapid succession because they were there was one that was hit and they were trying to make sure they killed it. Where you and this is something that's an issue in the army all the time is guys don't pay attention to where their muzzle is. And so they'll shoot the barrier or they'll shoot what's in front of them. And that's what happened, which luckily I think everybody was okay. But like that, that's a, it's a risk that people need to be, you know, think about, especially yeah. when you're using, you know, with a long rifle, I think people are like more cause it's one shot. Right. And then you're set up and then you, you engage and it's not, but when you're on like a shorter barrel, semi-automatic weapon, like an AR 15 or, if you're running like an AK or something, like, yeah, dudes will pop, 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 boom. 
It's bad. Damn. Yeah. So they. No, they, I didn't hear that at all. Yeah. They they were telling me about. It'd be it. dangerous too because you hit that shit bullet fragments come back like. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he was getting after this pig and next thing you know it's just kind of like a just an unusual sound just kind of a boom. And uh, Jake was like, oh, yeah, there's shrapnel. And then he, he kind of looks up from the optic, and he realized he shot part of the shooting stick off. Ooh. And Guide was, I don't want to say it. I mean, I'm sure he was unhappy, but I, I don't know what choice words he had. But uh, probably just a little reminder. I'm happy everybody's okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that's, I mean, this isn't the, you know, disparage. It's just like a learning point. It's like, hey, you got you to gotta pay attention in the moment, like. You get involved, you know, like you get you get sucked in, you get that tunnel vision, yeah. and well, like, and you and you want you're with guides who want you to be successful, and you feel a bit of pressure because there's other people on the buggy, and like, oh, dude, when I was shooting that gator, <coughs> dude, I was sitting there, I'm like, God damn, I was shit. not envious of that. Oh. One, that was a really hard shot, and two, yeah. like everybody's watching you. <laughs> yeah, dude, first shot yeah, of the yeah. morning, like. Yeah. I'm hungover as a son of a bitch. <laughs> but like, also for- I'm sitting there, my my, my reticle. It's a and I'm shooting a rifle that isn't mine. Never like, shot before. I, yeah, I was it, just going to mention the guy's rifle. I, I was just going to mention like you had a plan going out there with one rifle, and then I guess that one. I guess I'll let you explain why you didn't use your, your the rifle you had brought and actually switched over to the guy's rifle. Yeah, well, I didn't really think about it. Right? I brought because I, I didn't know what I was going to shoot pigs. Or I knew I was going to kill a gator. I thought I might kill some pigs, and I was trying to pick which weapon I wanted to bring. And I've got you know several, but I was like, you know, I'll bring my. I've got a Savage two twenty slug gun. Honestly, I brought it because I just haven't used it that much, and I was like, I can justify having this thing. And so, it's a, for those that don't know, it's a rifled shotgun that's got a scope on it. It looks like a rifle. It's a bolt action, but it shoots slugs. Um, and it, I bought it for hunting in Middle Tennessee, Fort Campbell. You can't. You can only engage. Or you can only shoot deer with shotguns or uh, muzzleloaders, and so it's pretty effective. I, I've shot out to 250 with it, running in steel. Like it's it's a really accurate, and the 20 gauge slug is probably about the size I would guess of a 40 cal, if not a 50. Like it's a big bullet, you yeah. know. And so I was like, for gators, like that's probably be pretty good, mm-hmm. which I think it would be. But they were like, what do you want to do with the the head? And I was like. <laughs> I want to do your amount. He's like, and don't I'm, shoot with that. He's like, he's like, you probably don't want to use that. And I was like thinking about it. I'm like, oh, it'd be, it's basically taking a hammer and just smashing yeah, that skull. Yeah. Yeah. thing would. And so he handed me his, he had a two, two, three little bolt action, which after I was like, man, I need to get like for coyotes, varmints, like little five, five, six. It was six. a sweet little gun. Yeah, dude. I need to get one of those. That thing was, it was a tack driver too. I mean, yeah. I hadn't shot it at all, obviously. And, but yeah, I'm sitting there fucking floating my reticle and I'm, I'm, you guys know when you're like, you're not completely steady, and I'm on yeah. a shooting sticks. I should have been steady. I think it was me shaking. And I wonder I'm, why. I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're 12 feet in the air on a fucking swamp buggy too. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I'm, I'll finish this. We can talk about the swamp buggy because I, I think that'll help paint the picture for those that don't know. But <clears throat> set up, and you know, and finally, I we we talked about this a little bit on uh, the podcast we did with. Tyler and Gabe about like calming down and my adrenaline wasn't up, but I was just a little bit running a little slow. And so I was like, and I did feel the pressure to go ahead and like shoot while I had, had them up. Cause the one we had two up, they both dropped, well, they one dropped, then they both dropped and we we're sitting there and then came back up and I was watching them through the, or it was a her, but I was watching her through the reticle and I was like, okay, we're just going to shoot. And then I was like not feeling steady. And I was, it was one of those things where I was kind of chasing my, uh, my crosshairs and I was like okay just take a stop 
take a breath. I did the whole deep, you know, just kind of get got everything calmed down. Sat there, steadied up, and then felt good. You know, squeezed the shot off, and it didn't kill her because um, the way their skulls are, the round actually hit and then slid up. But it knocked her clean the fuck out to where we mm-hmm. could catch her and pull her out and stab her. So like, it was, it's good to hit. I, I hit where I was aiming. I think after talking to him, I should have aimed at the eye itself. I aimed. Was I wrong? Didn't he say aim to the side of like just outside the eye? I think he said just behind it. Yeah, <clears throat> I thought they were saying like from uh, this morning is also kind of <laughs> it's a little <laughs> hazy for all. A little, of us. little foggy, but you know, don't don't quote me on this, but. <laughs> I thought they said kind of like go in between the eyes and go like an inch back, you yeah. know, an inch or two back, you know, kind of shoot center. Yeah. And, and it should be fine. That's, that's a little softer You're also part. on the hook financially, so you don't want to fuck up. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like the second that gators hit. Yeah. You're paying for you're it. You're paying for it. Yeah. And they've yeah. talked about big old 13 foot, 14 foot gators that haven't been recovered. Yeah. Because guys, you have to shoot them. Those are a little more wary. Yep. Shoot them like 200 yards out in the drink and. You got to go find them. Yeah. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. That's fucking nuts. You got to be able to shoot. I think I would want, I would definitely want more of a target than what I had on the one that I shot today. You definitely want all morning spent at the range. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing it with somebody else's rifle. (laughs) That one I'm bringing, like my shooter. Yeah. That I have, and I'm going to make sure I shot fucking box of Browns. Different positions. Sit. I mean, yeah. it's your stable, right? The the buggy is built. It's so dude. Those things are. It's sweet. fucking tractor tires, right? It's it, I, if you guys haven't seen it, like it's these crazy big ass tall. We'll, tw- po- we'll post a picture on, yeah, the, on like, the podcast. Page. Were they called just like swamp buggies or yeah, yeah. yeah. and like big ass tractor tires? Fucking, they're just cool. They're all look. They look all custom built. Like yeah. everything looks self welded. Like they're badass, man. It it reminds me of like. If you guys have ever like seen those Monster Jam trucks, yeah, like it just reminds me of that. Just take like with everything off of it. <laughs> yeah, just take like the 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 body of the vehicle. You know, just take that off. Throw in some bucket seats and stick a shooting a, platform. Yeah, yeah, stick a pontoon boat on top of that yeah. fucking truck. <laughs> it's a and party barge. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 that's what it is. You're sitting, you know, what twelve feet up in the air and just stick a pontoon on some big ass tractor tires, and that's what you got. Yeah, that was super cool. We that was a big value add. We need to build one. Yeah. Build one. <laughs> Dude, it's just cool, man. Can you imagine cruising around, like, Casey? <laughs> hey, we're going to the big horns. <laughs> just ripping up fucking sagebrush, dude. Just causing 100 years of damage to the fucking tundra. Oh, man. That was awesome. Sinclair will be talking about us. Yeah, no kidding. No, yeah, it was super cool. The pigs, though, you guys. I mean, hammered them. I feel like we kind of got ahead of ourselves. Like we were just like, you guys were just popping them, and then yeah. it was like we got into some we good got, groups. We got once, into once a, we found our groove. It was good. We got into a lull, and then it was like, how many do we have? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. slow down. Let me let me pull up my Wells Fargo account. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Yeah, yeah you were like, just like, oh. I, I almost. I was like, at one point, I was like, uh, Cole might have to Venmo me some, <laughs> some ducats Dude, here. So it. It, Some doubloons. Th- this is this is related, but once we got back and they were, f- you know, processing the hogs, I went. I pulled my truck around, you know, so we can we can get the coolers off. 
I, I looked at my Venmo. I was like, I don't have any bank accounts added to this. I don't have any cash. Like, I don't know what how I'm going to do this. So, like, I'm, I went off to the side for, like, 15 minutes <laughs> trying to figure out how to, like, add a credit card or something or add, like, a bank account. But then they're like, you need to send a picture of your check or something. I was like, son of a gun. I, I don't have my checks with me. Like, oh, I was like, I'm, I may have to ask Carter to front me <laughs> <laughs> and to be some fair, money. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that's on us, one, for not checking. But two, Triple M's. Prices were fantastic. Yeah. Oh, they're for the money. Super affordable for the experience yeah. for the just fun. Like, like we said, this is not some crazy high no, stress. If you want to kill a pig, you should come. If you want to kill <laughs> yeah. a pig, if you want to shoot you an alligator, gator, yeah. And like, what's cool about the gator is like you can literally do it in any way you want. Like, yeah. if you're a grown ass man. And you want to go spear that some bitch? They'd probably let you. <laughs> I think Jake's brought his blowgun down here before. Oh yeah, I think he said he did. Yeah. What? Yep. He didn't kill a gator, but he killed no, I think a pig yeah. with a blowgun like that. I don't. It just <laughs> I don't know. What what this would also be really good for, and we've talked about this in other hunts, is like if you're coming up and hunting and you haven't killed a lot, like you guys, like we killed seven animals today, like. Yeah. If you're, this is the problem with like hunting out west. And this is what I tell, like, because everybody wants the. There's like a hierarchy, right? Like, west is greater than east. It's yeah. kind of like the the general thing. It's like sure, like maybe, but like you killed two animals a year. I've killed ten animals a year my entire life. You know, like coming up on the east coast, yeah, and hunting whitetails. It's you can't replace the actual. It's repetitions. The actual yeah. killing. Like, you can go and, like, you can shoot a fucking static target with your gun or your bow all day long, and it is not the same as killing an animal. Yeah. No. At all. Like Every that, time you shoot yeah. an animal, it's different. And then what we talked about today was the repetition of butchering. Yeah. Like, I am so good now. And, like, when I really got good was the years that I was killing a lot of deer when I was in college, and I was just hammering white tails when yeah. I was um, the whole season because I was in, in southwestern Virginia. I would go back to the farm every hunting season. And then when I was trapping pigs at Fort Benning and we were killing so many pigs and I just cut hogs, cut hogs. And now I go down to that camp in Texas that I'm going down to. And like, I'm the youngest guy there. And so like, I try to, you know, prove my worth, keep getting invited Earn back. Yeah, dude. So I butcher all the old guys, hogs. And so I'll cut up six to 10 hogs over the course of that weekend. And like just that repetition and like just doing it is like, and I, that shouldn't matter. It's like, <laughs> you can't sit there and be like, Oh, I, I kill an elk every four years. I'm fucking, it's like, well, cool. That's awesome. And I've never killed an elk, so props. But there's still something about killing animals that matters. And I think that doing something like this, like you wanted to test out different broadheads or arrow configurations, you know, maybe a new rifle. Knives. Knives. Shout out. We were running. Stand Blade Company. Yep. We were running two new Fenrirs. And uh, Cole actually used one, the bull that, uh, the bull is the knife that model that Derek made me, and Cole actually killed one with a knife, which is pretty badass. You got to learn how to stick one. Yeah, never done that. It's dude, the, my first time sticking one is the exact same thing. You're it's pretty like, intimate. It's super yeah, intimate. it. But also like, it is, it is, and and we talk about this repetition um, kind of stuff, and and one of the things I thought about was just like sometimes it's just like the emotional tax too. You know, for me, it's like, yeah, man, you you are taking something off of this earth, you know. But you're 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 using it, you know, in in a respectable way. So that was something was a, a stark reminder for me today. 
Yeah, um, and, and we learned today, you know, you rarely get a perfect shot on a running pig. Yeah. And there's often times so, to follow up, and you want to dispatch it as quickly as possible, and, and sometimes a, a big old knife to the heart is a good way to do exactly because i think for this particular pig we're talking about using um that bull knife was i i think i shot it towards the rear you know so you can see it going across the field um just no that was the one that was shot in the face no i i hit it with a yeah i hit it with a follow-up and oh no that was okay that was the through and through yeah Yeah. that that was the through and through so yeah yeah, okay so that was the one that you killed you dropped the first one yep yeah and so it the the bullet passed through oh, the first right. one, yeah. yeah, 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 and and hit this other pig, um, which is not to sidetrack, but a really hard thing about these pigs running in when they bust these sounders, biology term. When they bust, they run in. Parody would be giant, proud. Big giant, <laughs> big giant groups, and it's hard to because uh, you know you want to pick one out and you don't want to just start lobbing bullets in there, but it happens. Yeah, well, and with the topography, I mean, sometimes you don't. Can't no. even see that there's another one behind. Which I think it. is what happened. Yeah, yeah which, that's what happened with me in Florida. Yeah, I yep. killed those two little ones. <laughs> Dude, that was a debacle. Yeah, that was a debacle. But this, this was this <laughs> the the pass through com- complete accident. You know, so I I saw because the one that I dropped right there that was the biggest one I the had one you were all day. For. Yeah, it was the one I was aiming for, and everybody said I missed. But old man in the back, you know, the dad was like, "No, you got him." I was like, "Thank you." You know, <laughs> and thanks for being on my side. And he's like, "Don't listen to these people." You know, he's like, "He's like, I I saw it. Don't worry." You know, um, dude, he was on it. You, yeah. I love just sitting that in the guy, back watching yeah. you guys hunt yeah. and just bullshitting with yeah. him. And he's he, telling me all this history and I, I'm going off on a tangent. Finish your story. But um, with, with that pass through, you know, we we saw it run out into the field, you know, obviously clearly wounded, just not not going too far, you know, not with the pack and slowed down, finally dropped. But it's it's still struggling. You know, it's dying. But we we wanted to to. Well, we're on the hook immediately financially for it, so you want to put yeah. it down and not have it disappear. Correct. So, you. plus you just don't want to lose. Not them, from right? a finance. I, I yeah, didn't mean it but like it, that, but it's but both, like, right? Yeah. It is. I mean, that is part yeah. of it because, like, at the end of the day, I was thinking a, about from from their point of view. That's you know. Oh yeah, they want to make sure the client right? gets it because not you, like yeah. me. Yeah. I want to kill it because I fucking feel bad. But like, yeah, well, you also want to kill it because you paid for it. Like let's just yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like, that's part yeah. of it too. But like, also, yeah. it's it's that emotional piece. You know, I'm watching it just struggle there on the ground. It's like let's let's do this. Well, pigs like never die well, anyways. Yeah, which is something I learned. You know, mm-hmm. I've never done this. So hearing the squealing and and all this other stuff, it was just like, whew, this is this is eye opening. Um, but yeah, we went up, and uh, originally I was just like, "Luke, give me your pistol." You're like, "Ah, you're gonna use a knife," you know. <laughs> so the sticker shock was there. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "I have no idea what I'm doing." So I'm sitting there like a dumbass. I'm just like, "Do I put it in this way? This way? Where, where's the heart? I don't know." Looks like you, you've killed a deer before. You know where the heart? It's the same. It's the same. It's very similar. Just stick it in, and so I'm like sticking it in. Luke's like, "Really get it in there?" I'm just like, "I'm so sorry." Ah! <laughs> but uh <laughs> so it's like it, it, checklist of firsts you know going on this weekend and uh you know that sticking a pig was was Do not like- not necessarily on my list but we we added it real fast and and checked it off it'll make derek happy that you use that knife for them yeah derek i it's- mean great knife went in did the did the job <laughs> yeah man it's it is when you stab something it is different like it <laughs> I don't know. It's it is. It's intimate. Like you, yeah. you, know, you said it. It's like 
But it does. It when, my first time stabbing the pig, I expected it to like feel more. We were running them with dogs. Dogs bay them up. You go in there and like, I don't know. It was like surgical. It was like shh. It happens really quick. You're, you're in and out. And yeah. You're like okay. And then after that, you're like, oh, now I know what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. get in there. <laughs> the key that if anybody's listening is don't pull the blade all the way out. Yeah. Pull it to, you know, you want to go in and out. But once you get through the ribs and let the ribs guide you mm-hmm. and then angle the blade towards the vitals and then just change your trajectory of the blade so you're trying to hit as much as possible in there to kill them as quickly as possible because you'll get the heart, the lungs, and you yep. shred them up and you'll kill them faster than you would have. With an arrow, I mean, because you'll shred all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Which is something I learned today. But it's know? also, you can do it with a deer. You know, dudes will cut their throats to bleed them, but you can also, you know, just go up and stick them. At, you know, be careful, obviously. But if you're, you're going to use a knife on a deer, you can, you know, go ahead and do that. That's what I did in Hawaii. And now I wish I would have done it the other way and I would have maintained the hide. Yeah, especially if you're trying to mount it or have whatever. But I was so, I was like, oh in the moment. Oh, I was like, yeah, I felt horrible, was terrible. You also have to have a knife that has the length, right? Like I didn't. I had a Fenrir. Yeah, yeah, that won't that won't do it. Yeah. <clears throat> no, this has been. We've been talking about it all day. We're like little kids. Like it's it's been like one of the most fun days I've had in a long time. Like it was just, it was just a blast. Just it was a ton a of fun, man. like good good people, like across the board. Like the guys were here, yep. in ca- camp. <laughs> yeah. camp. Camp's a little different this year. They're not Airbnb, but like in camp with, they're awesome. You know, Jake obviously gracious as hell to have us down, and the I was just really impressed with the dudes we, that our guides and like the guys that were taking us out. Like I will definitely be back. Like once again, huge shout out. It's Triple M Outfitters. I find them on social media. Like we'll tag them in the show notes. Yeah, I mean, we this was like a full paid. There's no relationship kickbacks here. Like this is just our you know honest review on on the experience we had. And like you guys should definitely, if you're interested in killing pigs, like the price tags. I don't know if they're running promos or whatever, so I won't, I won't say the price. But it was reasonable, really reasonable yeah. for what it is, right? And then like the gator, I mean, gators aren't cheap, so there's gonna, might be some sticker shock there. But when you look at what other outfitters are charging for gators. It's pretty fucking reasonable. And you can get into a gator for for the experience of killing a gator for it's manageable, right? Like yeah. it's not, yeah. you know, it, it's not a it, it, you know, it's a hefty mortgage payment. Yeah. <laughs> Decent <laughs> mortgage payment. Yeah. But for for the price <laughs> that we paid and and for six pigs, I mean, three of them huge. I thought they were huge. You we know? did we did kill three big pigs. Um we we've got three full coolers in the back mm-hmm. of the truck that, you know, we're, we're taking back to Georgia. Um, and it's just like, it, it, just thinking about how much that's going to provide for our families is, is awesome. You know, and just how good it's going to be. And it's going to be something new that I, I've never, you know, stuck on the skillet oven grill, whatever, you know? So it's, it's going to be a cool learning experience. Yeah. I love odd pig. I think it's super underrated. It gets a bad rap. Too many folks, just want to leave them in the woods. And, like, I get, like, look, I have left pigs in the woods. You kill 15 pigs in a weekend, especially if you're trying to do, like, an eradication thing. Like, you know, it's it's fine. Like, you got to do it. But when I can keep them and save them, I want to. You know, like, yeah. I want to eat them. Like, it, they're awesome. And they're so versatile. You can grind them up, make that sausage that everybody loves. But then taking them and doing smoking them on the throwing them on the smoker, doing pulled pork, 
doing the ribs and like you get those big fat sows like you can do the ribs like you would a domestic pig like it's yeah. badass the, the the amount of ribs we have too it's it's god it, i just can't wait like as much as i love being here i also can't wait to get home and just be like what are we trying first you know so yeah no it's a uh, wild pig is awesome it's a i highly recommend to folks that have never had the opportunity or have never gone and hunted hunted for them they sh- you should go you know you can hunt them uh public land it's tougher you know they're thinner out there and they're, they hold up on private like everything else you know there's less pressure but you know if you want to pay an outfitter highly recommend triple m but definitely have the experience it's cool it's super cool and i just love what i really like is going to new parts of the country and going in with an open mind i used to be yeah. very closed-minded like when we did that like the the idea of doing a high fence hunt before i was just like fuck like no no, absolutely not. And then we did that last one, and it was like, okay, like I'm glad I did it. I don't know how much more that I'll do, at least in that style. Yeah, I think that I could get more into it if it was a bigger spot, like because in exotics, you know, maybe in Texas on a twenty five hundred, you know, twenty five thousand acre ranch, like something like that, right? Where it's bigger, and then like the cool thing about that is you have the opportunity to interact with certain species that and actually eat the meat, which you wouldn't have that if you were doing it in their native area because you can't import the meat. We were talking about that earlier. Right, right. So, like, I like the idea of doing these different hunts in different parts of the country and doing it the way that folks kind of around here do it. do it. Like, yeah. hunting it from the buggy, hunting it, you know, one day we're going to get on that fucking airboat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I just, really, I just think those things are so cool. Um, but, like, yeah, I just – like, doing that has just been awesome. That's what – that's the one part – I mean, I, I'm – obviously moving down to Louisiana talked about it last podcast, but like it'll be cool to experience some of that Louisiana culture, you know, listen to the episode when you had chef uh, Jean-Paul on and like duck hunting and like just immersing myself in that hunting culture. I just love, that's what I've loved about moving out West is like immersing myself in that. And like these different styles and and ways of hunting and the stuff that surrounds it, I think is super cool. That's why I love sitting in the back with, you know the the older uh, guy, and he was just telling me all the history. He's been hunting that. that property for forty years, yeah. or whatever. I mean, his kid has grown up doing. Yeah. You know, literally, this whole life has been yeah. doing nothing but that, and yeah. it's like it's it's cool. It's his cool. kid was he he was saying he's like I was born here, you yep. know, like raised here, you know, grew up uh, doing this, and and that's all he's ever not that he's, it's all he's ever known, but it's it's what he's passionate about. And uh, he just loves having a good time. And also just watching those two, just kind of like father-son. You know, they, they were ragging on each other a little bit. Yeah. And uh, dad, oh, would be yeah. like, dad would be like, oh, you need to go over here. And the son would be like, no, oh, I'm going over here. <laughs> when we were sitting in front, he'd be like, I'm putting it in reverse, dad. I, I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> we all do with our dads. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like. It, it, the that, dynamic was fun. Yeah, yeah it, they, they made it so fun. Uh, so that was cool. It was just a good fucking weekend, boys. It was like, a good yeah, weekend. Goddamn. I'm glad that... I mean, shit, I haven't seen either one of you in a long fucking time. Was the last time we were together in... Wyoming? Wyoming? No, it was well, us for, in, for me and Cole was Wyoming. Yeah. And then Carter and I was Florida. Florida. Yeah. For the that one pick on. I Dude, I... I'm already. This is going to be probably be an annual hunt. We're going to do this every year. Yeah, March, April, like yeah. dead sea, like before turkey season, yeah. like February, March, like no perfect brainer. time. Yeah, like also it's beautiful. 86 degrees and sunny today. 15 minutes from the beach. 15 oh, yeah. minutes from the beach. My in-laws live in Tampa, so like it's. I mean, we came down for a week. Like the only bad part is it's spring break, so flights were silly. Yeah, silly, silly, but whatever. 
It's only money, right? It grows back. It's only money. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I'm just, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for everything we got planned. I, you know, we got some really cool hunts in the future. The fall is going to be wild. Fall is going to be wild. Like we've only like fleshed out like a quarter of it, and it's already just shaping out to be a badass fall. I was gonna say, what what do you guys have coming up? Well, you want to talk about what HLE has on the immediate horizon for hunts or for HLE? Both. <laughs> well, for hunts, I'm Garrett and I are hunting Miriam turkeys. We met this at least so far, like super super cool outfitter from Colorado when we were in Nashville for NWTF the National Wild Turkey uh, Federation Convention. And super, super awesome guy. We're actually doing an elk hunt with him in the fall. Carter's going to be coming out for that, doing a drop camp. Uh, we're hunting public DIY, but we're using his cabins and his access, basically being able to access a section of public from the private side so we get you know in deeper, essentially. So that's going to be really cool. And um, But he offered us – yeah, actually offered – uh, Garrett and I uh, guide jobs, which is wild. I probably won't have, be able to because I'm still in the army. But I think Garrett's going to take him up on that and do some guide work for him. And I might get up for a weekend or two. And really for us, it's just about learning. But he, the the um, the outfitter, was gracious enough to give us a turkey hunt out at his place. So we're going to go hunt their private and try to chase a Miriam around. And I don't know shit about hunting Miriam, so I don't really know anything about turkeys in general. I can call called one in. Yep, <laughs> with with Carter. Makes me an expert, right? So that's going to be a, a lot of fun. And then Garrett and I, I talked about it on the last one, we're going to do that little turkey tour, try to hunt in Oklahoma. I think we're going to link up with some team members um, in Oklahoma, hunt Texas on the back end, but hunt Louisiana, and then hunt Georgia, do math. I mean, math is going to be the biggest thing we got really coming up. That for HLE and me personally, that's going to be super cool. Like, talked about it a little bit, but if you guys are in the southeast, you definitely need to check out Mountain Archery Fest. Like, Rome, Georgia. Yeah, Rome, April, Georgia. Twenty second, twenty first to the twenty third, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Twenty first to the twenty third. Late April. Yeah, it's at what's it? K- Kingston Downs. It's at the racetrack there. It's a cool venue. Like what? So if you guys are familiar with Total Archery Challenge, it's a very similar. It's a different you know brand, obviously. So Mountain Archery Fest is same type deal. It's three D archery course set up. You've got different courses you could run. We're doing a fitness challenge there, which is going to be really, really cool. I'm, I'm very excited. This is the start of a – I think it's going to be an awesome partnership with NAF going forward. Um, you'll get to meet me, Carter, Cole, fuck, Perry, Garrett. All the boys are going to be there. We're going to have a good crew out there, and we're going to be running this fitness challenge. We're going to have cool prizes to give away. So you guys definitely, definitely need to come out if you're in the southeast or if you're willing to travel, come out because – we're trying to really drive up, you know, the word. This is the first time that MAF's going to the Southeast. And so far, it's been kind of a mixed bag on what the, you know, the number of people that are registrate or signing up for the registration and everything. So I want them to stay in the Southeast. I'm from the Southeast. I think that we need more of that kind of stuff there on that side of the country. It's very popular in the West, but, you know, there's the demand. We just need folks to come out to it. There's bow hunters everywhere, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Need to be represented. And like people say, you don't have to be fit to be, you know, a whitetail fit or whatever, but drag that fucking deer out of the woods. You'll realize how out of shape you fucking are real yeah. quick. 
<laughs> Every time. Every time. Start huffing and puffing. No matter what. Yeah. What else do we got coming up? Possibly an antelope camp this fall. We're going to be chasing turkeys in North Georgia. Yep. Going to get after that. Elk in November. Deer. Hopefully in Virginia. Oh, yeah, for sure. Deer in Georgia. I mean. I'm going to be bow fishing with John every chance I get. Oh, Ron. Oh, Ron Jitter. I wish I could hang out with Ron Jitter every day of my life. Dude, you need to come out when you do a bow fishing trip, for sure. All right. In right. Louisiana. Like, that'll be I'm super in. cool. He's already, like, he's like, you got your generator, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, good. He's like, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, <God. laughs> we got to run one for the, the the motor and then one for the lights. And yeah. so we'll have both our, our little Honda generators. And it, I'm, I'm stoked. Like, just try to look at, you know, glass half full. I really don't want to leave the family, obviously, but at least... You know, I'm gonna make the most of it. I'm gonna, I won't have anything to do, so I'll be working, working on continuing to grow this company and trying to kill a lot of shit. Hell yeah! You know, I'm looking at a real hillbilly outside of my fucking camper. I'm gonna have a big old deep freeze <laughs> <laughs> just set out front, man. I'm ready. Fuck it. <laughs> Filling that shit with catfish and alligator. Hopefully, I want to get down. I want to figure out how to hunt them in Louisiana with. Like, without going through an outfitter, see if we can get tags and all that. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm kind of hooked on gators now. They're a cool critter. They are really cool. Really Fucking cool. prehistoric. Yeah, they're dinosaurs. Like, when you can get up up close, like, I've seen them. I've seen them at Fort Benning. I've seen them in swamps I've been in, like, from a distance. But, like, being able to, like, touch, like, grab one, touch one. You were doing squats and lunges a little bit today. <laughs> <laughs> like, had to get some. Yeah. Fucking photos. It's good perspective when you got it on your shoulders. They're dense, man. They are yeah. dense. I mean, those things, a foot gator, probably, I mean, at least 100 pounds, 120 pounds. At least. At least 500 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I killed a fucking 27-foot gator. Yeah. It was nuts. <laughs> so when you see the video of Carter squatting this gator, yeah, 500 pounds. <laughs> He's a beast. Beast. Carter, not the gator. Yeah. <laughs> Well, shit, boys. Let's uh, let's go ahead and roll this one up. What uh, what do you got, Cole? Close us out, man. Um, well, it's good to see you. You know, welcome back. Uh, you know, we haven't seen each other since Wyoming, so it's it's always great to catch up. Uh, even if we do stay up a little too late, drink maybe one too many, uh, get three hours of sleep, and then get after it. You know, uh, still it would wouldn't trade it for anything. So it was good to see you. Great hanging out with Carter as always. Uh, even though we see each other almost every week, frequently, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but man, just just so much fun. Would would do this again, thousand percent. Yeah, for sure. Big shout out to Jake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just just being so generous and, and thinking of us, you know, um, and and extending that invite, you know, making the hookup and uh, uh, just having us out here. So uh, big thanks to Jake. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, and thanks to Triple M for awesome production. I mean, they're awesome. Start to finish, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was a, you know, it was I think a lot of fun. Having the right crew, you know, if you were out there by yourself, it might not be the same, but, like, having a good crew together and, like, dude, I tell you what, this would be super fun. Would it be if you were going to do, like, a bachelor party? Yeah. Just come out for a long weekend and, like, I would suggest hunting on the front end <laughs> before the boozing. Yeah. 
but like you're you're close you're next to the beach like if, if i knew everything i knew about this now like that's what i would have done instead of what i did for my bachelor party which yeah. was you know go to Asheville during gay pride week <laughs> <laughs> which we'll, we'll tell those stories about perry at some point <laughs> 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 fucking hle after hours podcast but no it's this was awesome it was a, it was a ton of fun had a blast yeah, like you said huge thank you to jake for the hospitality and making the introduction and we'll, we're definitely gonna be back down here and i want to do a whole you know bring some of the hle crew and a lot of our staff and do a little little get together and kill some more fucking hogs and you guys got to kill a gator for sure all right i'm in what, what's the mega millions at it's not that much. No. Mega Millions, you can shoot every gator out yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dude, Mega Millions, I'm killing a goddamn 20-footer. Yeah. <laughs> Pay someone else to fish it out. <laughs> yeah, I ain't reeling in my own gator. <laughs> no. That was one thing that I did really enjoy. It was like they did let us be as involved as we wanted to be. Jump down there, grab everything. And like yeah. it's, I, I don't want the... I like having a guide on oh, something new. completely polished. But no, yeah, I don't want... I don't want my little gun caddy to like follow me, hand me my rifle primed, and then I, I shoot, I hand him the rifle back, and then I go sit up and have my champagne. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. We're not British aristocracy. <laughs> no. We're, I don't know. We're the guys. A that bunch get, of hill, hillbillies. Hillbillies. Like Eric Larson called us today on Instagram. <laughs> hung over <Something>. shit. <laughs> I'm fucking got the shakes up there trying to shoot that yeah. gator. <laughs> This morning was rough. No, oh. when Jake opened the door and was like, "Good morning," I'm like, "Oh god!" I just turned my alarm off and was like, "I'm yeah. going back to sleep." Yeah, you had the white noise going. And I was just like, <laughs> "I I don't want to get up, but we're we're gonna do this." Oh man, no, it was an awesome weekend. But. Yeah, sweet. You got a call to action for uh, listeners? Maybe, I do. Maybe that new spring drop. Please go check out that new spring drop. It is actually very very. Very cool. Uh, we got the new turkey tag shirts. Trademark infringement free this go around. For those that don't know, last year we <laughs> dropped them. And the graphic designer that we used ripped that image off the internet. And it was the image of a pretty large nonprofit that I won't name who was not pleased at all. They were actually pretty pissed. So. Um, we had to scrap all those shirts, redesigned it, released them this year, and they turned out awesome. So that turkey tag shirt is sick. We've got several hats in our HLE hard timber pattern, which is very recognizable. It's We had some inspiration for it. Um, it's a great turkey pattern. A couple more hats and some stickers and tiger the tiger stripe hoodies. Our Mike Force camo. It's our custom tiger tiger stripe pattern. Finally. Fucking finally, they're, they're here. here. Oh, it was an odyssey. Odyssey, odyssey, odyssey. But they're here. Um, so stoked for those. They're only six months delayed. <laughs> so That's a long hop across the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> to the board. A couple wrong turns. Somebody yeah. let me know if you have an affordable domestic manufacturer for apparel, because I am in the, in the market. But, no, I mean, those things are sick. They turned out awesome. They're a medium-weight hoodie. They're kind of a dry-fit material, so what you would feel out of, like, an kind of an Under Armour um, type. They're perfect for, like, a mid-layer, for the gym, for just hanging out. Like, we designed them specifically, you know, to, to be have that versatility. They're different than, like, our initial cotton ones. And I think they look better. I think I love that pattern. We've got it in our 
Hoochie Daddy shorts. We've got we're gonna have some hats in the fall, maybe coming out with it. So like that pattern is sick, and so we're, we're gonna keep doing more of that. So definitely go check all that shit out. Please support us um, on that side of the house. That really helps us with our growth and all of our expansions into into other avenues. Um, definitely go leave us a rating review. That is huge. Five stars, of course. And then the written review, do you know one or two sentences just saying what you think about the podcast. That really helps with the algorithm on Spotify and on iTunes and just helps us uh, to continue to grow. So you guys have been awesome. We appreciate the hell out of every single thing you guys do. And we couldn't do it without you. So thank you guys.